every year, teenagers and youth especially celebrate a particular day in the month of February, that's on the 14th. They celebrate this day as a symbol of love and affection toward their romantic partner. But how true is this love spread? In today's episode of the True Voice Podcast, I will be sharing about the true love we all should seek. It is the Father's love. With joy in my heart and full of love, I welcome you to another inspiring and godly episode of the True Voice Podcast on every Saturday. My name is Olanike Akiramisi, your host on this podcast. As usual, how did your week go? Do you have deadlines or targets to achieve? It is never too late to have the amazing results you aimed at. Yes, never too late. The Father's love. This love I'm about to talk about is not near any definition of the brightest genius in the world. No. It can never be compared with the love we share among ourselves, either between parents and children, couples, children, religious leaders and followers, and so on. The Father's love dwells in our hearts, but only those whose eyes of their hearts are open can see and know this. One of the ways the Father's love is shown to us is the greatest sacrifice of all time and gift he gave to mankind thus given his only begotten son to die for the world and save us from the curse of sin and death yes jesus is the author of eternal salvation and he granted us access into the holiest place through his precious blood in this special episode, yes, I can call it special because it's so special to me and considering uh, what's happening tomorrow, which is Valentine's. So I interviewed a young man who received the father's love and has shared his experience. His name is Evangelist Chesson Adesoya. It was an internet fraudster that we all know as Yahoo, Yahoo, Yahoo Plus, you know, cybercrime. And he was not only involved in this evil and criminal act, but was also a four times ex-convict, not just in Nigeria, but also other three countries. So all together in four different countries. So you can imagine who this kind of person would have been, a lot of experiences he would have had, his encounter. So I would like you to sit down, relax yourself, and listen to this exclusive and life-changing interview with our guest on this episode. Okay, can you please introduce yourself? Um, my name is Shesan Adesaya. Okay. I'm an evangelist of God. Okay. So can you tell us briefly about your life, your past, and other things? Um, I was born and brought up in Djibouti. And um, Muslim 
family. I got involved in Yahoo Yahoo and um, some other illicit lifestyle. I did that for about 18 years. It took me to prison four times. The first place I went to I went to prison was in London, England. Second was in Estonia, in Eastern European country, and Eastern European country. The third one was in Finland and Eastern European country, and the last one was in the Kui, in Lagos, about in there. And if not for God, if, for, if not for the Lord Jesus Christ, I will still be in prison till now. How old are you? I'm 30 plus. Okay. So, you said you've been to prison like four times. Can you share those brief experience of you know, the things you went through there that led to your encounter with Jesus? Um, at first, I first when I was arrested in England, Heathrow Airport, I made the decision that after this trials, court trials, if if I was convicted or not, I will not go back to life I was living before. That was my initial decision. When I went to prison and. Um, was so traumatic to the extent that I started to take um, antidepressant pills to calm myself down. It got to the extent that the pills started to affect me mentally, that um, I get up to four times seizure in one night. Then um, I sat down and thought to myself, how long do I want to start? How long do I want to continue to live in, in this pain, trauma, anxiety, and um, lifestyle? I think I need to move close to God. From all the past life I have lived, resulted me, took me into prison. I had no gain. If I give my life to God now and eventually die from this trauma, from these anxieties, disorders I'm getting, I will go to heaven. My case won't be like I did not gain anything from the world and I still end up not gaining anything in heaven. When to introduce so I. I, I asked for Holy Quran. They did not have. I asked for Bible. They did not have. After about third day, miraculously, a, a Protestant reverend sister walked into the prison to speak to people about Jesus Christ. And um, I quickly tried to signal for myself. She walked up to me and um, she couldn't speak English. 
with the help of one or two people that can speak, they help me to tell her that I need a Bible. She promised me to come back and as she went, she came back to give me a New Testament Bible. And, uh, and um, I started to read. I started to be, and uh, on Christmas Day, didn't just cause I was born, I was sleeping, I was so in pain. Around five o'clock in the morning, I went into, into a vision, and I saw a man with a very long hand in the dream. Each of, each of his, his fingers is as big as my palm. Very, very long. It was coming from, say, heaven. I could not identify it. It was so long. He placed his hand on my head. And next to my head was, You are healed. Began and begin to feel a very big difference. This is the past tense. First, I woke up. I felt cold, unusual cold, from my head to my toe. And while I was awake, I heard him again. Will you follow me? Yes or no? I wanted to say yes. I did not know what took over me and I started to sing. I never sang that song before in my life. I have decided to follow Jesus. Tears started to run down my eyes. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus, to follow God, turning back. I sang it and he said, I will come back and take you out of prison. I am Jesus. Left. I started crying up and down in the cell, walking up and down, crying. I felt better. I felt my, my, my mind. Sanity came back. Anxiety left me. I did not check those pains at the initial stage because my mind didn't go there. I never knew we had healed all of them. Healed what? Those pains. I used to have pains there for years. Yeah, it was when I got when I went to prison that they tested me and discovered it was a liver cirrhosis and anemia. So I was just thanking God up and down in the cell. God, I thank you, thank you for healing, thank you for healing, thank you. I will follow you. I was just saying that. And um, the next night. I slept again. I saw this hand in the vision again. Came into my stomach, started to move around as if it was sewing something. It was just moving around as if it was sewing. I was seeing that it was sewing something around here. And it was there for a while. Left here, moved here, it didn't stay too long here. Moved here. And I woke up. And I touched, I touched all of the spaces. The pain had left. I felt no pain again. I could not speak. I was just imagining. What, what, have I, what have I done to 
to deserve to deserve this new opportunity, new life, spiritual healing from God. What have I done to deserve all of this? And I started to cry. I cried from morning to night for days. Until one day, I woke up, I wanted to do worship and praise God. I got used to crying during worship and I tried to cry. I could not cry again. I tried to force myself to cry so that I can enjoy the worship. I could not cry. He stopped it. Till now, I could not cry. I don't cry again. I always wish I can cry and worship him for what he has done in my life. And the third night, I slept again. I saw this hand move into my ear, packed my ear as if death had been. Left ear came to the left ear, did the same, and he spoke the third night. I cleared your ears so that you can identify my voice. And I woke up, I worshipped him. I worshipped him. And um, that was it. That was the beginning of the whole of my spiritual journey. Which year was this? 2017. 2016, December. Precisely. So, how has it been since then? Healing you a lot of things? Were you into drugs? I was not into drugs all okay. my life, all my, all my whole life. Okay. But I tasted drugs, okay. but I was not into drugs. So how has it been since 2016 that you that you had a divine encounter with Jesus? Since 2016 that I had a divine encounter with Jesus, it's been a turn around a new life, full of hope, joy, joy that I cannot explain. Um, I have not, I have not progressed so much materially, but I give thanks to God at all times because I have life. If I compare the two lives, the whole life of um, fraudulent activities where I make so much money. Fornicate and the new life that I am not prospering yet, but I believe I'm going to be prosper, prosperous. So, what advice do you have for young people? Because a lot of things are happening, and you see a lot of youths going into fraudulent activities, internet crime, a lot of things, especially now the pandemic and a lot. And looking at what you've been through and how Jesus Christ brought you out of this darkness. From what I have gone through and, um, and um, life of uh, young people and uh, even the older ones nowadays that are still into Yahoo Yahoo and some other fraudulent activities, fornications, and all of illicit um, characters. What I usually say to myself is that 
they don't know what they are doing. Yeah. Yes, because if God can open their eyes and um, for them to see the consequences of their activities, characters, punishment behind it, in heaven and um, and um, consequences even behind it on earth. I believe um, a lot of them will have a turn around and start living in life. So are you saying that when you were involved in fraudulent activities that you didn't know what you were doing because you were making a lot of money. I was making a lot of money, but I did not know what I was doing. Reasons because um, when I repented and um, I started to hear from God, there were times when He visited me. And, um, and sit me down to speak to me. It made me know that all of those lives I was living before was um, was not me. Actually, it was it was um, demonic spirits that gone into me, used me for all of those lives. That is to say that a lot of people that are doing a lot of bad bad activities and characters in nature. They are not they themselves that are doing it. Are you defending them? I'm not defending them. What I'm trying to say to you is that if they move close to God and um, God sets them free, your eyes will open and they will see that what they are doing is um, satanic mm. and um, and um, is sinful. Okay. So, what actually led you into fraud, Yahoo Yahoo, to say? What led me to fraud it was um, it was friends' difference. Mm. Yes, I was in school, and um, suddenly we went on break. We resumed back. Two of my friends came back with cars. And I was like, how? He said, the first computer. That was how I, I, I joined them. Right. So, what advice do you have for youths? My advice for youth is, is to know that Sinful life is a sin to God, and um, there are punishments, eternal punishments, forever punishments awaits such. What about those that are into Yahoo Yahoo? What advice do you have for them? My advice for them is to. Stop it. 
Because aside, it is a sin. Even here on earth, there's a punishment, a severe one, for anyone that is caught. It is a crime. Mm. Any regrets? Yes, I regretted so much, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, it gave me so much energy. All my regrets, I see them as my weaknesses. Mm. Yes, so it gave me so much energy to 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 continue to live a new life. All right. Yes. Thank you. Your name again on camera. From which state? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, sir, for sharing this huge part of you with us. It's so it's so inspiring and life changing. Dear listener, what have you learned from this interview in today's episode? You can share with us through the email address on this podcast. Are you a teenager or youth? And you're still battling with some vices or habitual sin that have refused to go. You need a divine encounter. You heard what our guest said. He had a divine encounter with Jesus himself. Jesus did not only save him, but also healed him of his sickness a liver disease. Jesus can also save you and heal you of your infirmities. He can heal you of your past. He can heal you of any form of sicknesses if you allow him into your life as your King and Lord. Dear listener, he can turn your life around just as he did to our guest. Evangelist used his life as a testimony for you to learn one or two things. And you too can be used as God's witness here on earth. It's so easy to do. It's just for you to say this after me if you're willing to take this great step. That, dear Jesus, I am sorry for all my wrongs. I confess my sins before you. Please forgive me and cleanse me with your blood. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Please, Lord, write my name in the book of life and give me the grace to know you more and more. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I pray for you, dear listener, if you're battling with a particular vice, a particular habitual sin in your life that has refused to let go, a particular addiction that you, you're not happy about, but you don't know how to go about it, I pray that the chain of sin be broken in your life in the name of Jesus and let the bars of iron be torn to asunder in your life in the name of Jesus. I pray that God will give you the grace to know him more and more in the name of Jesus. The power to live above sin, the Lord will release unto you in the name of Jesus. And the power to be a witness of Christ here on earth, the Lord will release unto you in the name of Jesus. 
In Jesus' name, I've prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. This is how far we can go on to this episode of the True Voice Podcast. I'm sure you have been blessed and inspired by the Word of God and by the Spirit of the Most High God. Till next Saturday, keep safe, stay safe, and be good. I remain your host, Olanike Akiremasi. Bye.